to see the kind of industries that are opening up. This is Local Biz Now with Joe Vagnone, where your business matters. Local Biz Now. You have to determine what is working, what isn't working. Joe Vagnone is a respected business broker, helping individuals buy and sell businesses. Joe has successfully owned and operated many companies in a variety of industries. This is Local Biz Now. Local Biz Now. Because your business matters. And you are listening to the number one talk business show in all of North Carolina. We're coming to you live from our brand new Burner Cigar Studio, home of premium cigars and superior cigar smokers in the world. Great people, premium cigars, life is good at Burner Cigars, located in Burkdale Village. We want you to start your week to be inspired, informed, and entertained, because that's what we do here at News Talk WSIC. You are listening to 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, and 1400 AM. I am Joe Vagnone, and this is Local Biz Now. And if it is Local Biz Now, your business matters. And every month we have a co-host for the entire month. This month is no exception. We have my friend, whether he will admit it or not, (laughs) Chuck Cooper. Chuck is the founder of Whitewater Consulting and the author of Unprecedented. Over the last month, we've really gone over the book pretty good, buddy, but I'm holding it up for those of you that are on the book and on the tubes. Um, we, uh, we recommend that if you've got a small business, getting Chuck's book to talk about uh, HR issues. Um, he is the master. and We've been talking with him the entire month. Chuck, thank you so much for being here, buddy. We appreciate it. It's great to be with you and happy Monday. Thank you, sir. Y- you know, uh, you and I talked about moving this show to a Monday. It is a completely different feel than what I used to do on on Friday. So at Friday, they really weren't ready to think about business because they're ready to think about the weekend. Now we can prep them and get them ready for the new week. (laughs) And you're the perfect co-host because you can help me do that. Absolutely. We have the most spectacular guest that's going to be on a little bit. I am so excited to bring her on, but that's just a little teaser. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm going to wait till I do my intro. I've been practicing my intro. She deserves a spectacular one. Um, that being the case, I noticed, because you know you're supposed to bring something every week as my co-host. You just can't come popping up in here and think you're going to get all the pleasures of the co-host without doing something to be here. What did you bring me to talk about? You know, it's been that's a great question. And so the thing that has really uh, been surprising to me, we have had so many conversations over the last year, year and a half on uh, from small business owners focusing in on leadership and manager training and, and being able to build a culture that really promotes trust. And yet, and I, when I look back at the month of January so far, I've, we've gotten four new clients in the month that are all focused on those speci- the specific area of building trust. And so I just really wanted to kind of take a blog that was written a few months ago and really highlight just a couple of areas. Um, Obviously, when you're thinking about building trust within your organization, whether you're the business owner or whether you're a manager, it's all about the communication. How do we communicate? When do we communicate? What's the tone that we communicate? All of those things. But it's also about the listening aspect of it as well. And so I think that, you know, when you look at employees today, I was just looking at a report over the weekend, the, the person that's working in your organization today, they would like to have feedback every two weeks. 
That's the number, every two Every weeks. two weeks. And so we have gone for how many decades have we gone for our annual re our reviews are done annually? Because, you know, Julie's been with me probably going on 10 years, and I don't know why I need to tell her a darn thing, because she wouldn't be here tomorrow if I didn't think she was exceptional <laughs> today, right? But you're saying maybe I need to do a little check mark and tell her how exceptional I think she is. If we can just have one meaningful conversation with our employee each week, um, it, it has a significant impact on lowering the, uh, your turnover rate, and it also has a significant impact on employee engagement. So, You know why I realize people don't like doing that? They're afraid they're going to make a mistake in the conversation. I've got a good staff member. They're doing a nice job. Last thing I want to do is mess it up. But Do you find that to be the case, or, or, or you think I'm I, 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 I don't left I, I think that there are some, some situations where the, they don't know. I think we don't know how to have the conversation, whether it's in a positive way or in a negative way. And I think that's one thing, the reason that communication is such a, an important piece to the, the development that we're providing to our clients today is helping that our people to actually know how to have the conversation, how to give feedback. Right. That's something I've always been really good at is over-communicating when I'm bringing on a new staff member, a new employee. I want to make sure they get it, they understand it. Then once they do, I like to leave them alone, and I'm not the guy that would have a two-week conversation. Well, you know, it, that's interesting that you mentioned that because the third thing on the list is really about what you hire, then you train and develop, but then you trust and you empower. Right. And so that comes back to you bring them on, you get them plugged in, and you give them the autonomy to be able to go and do their work. So you're saying I might have a little something going You've on. You've got something going on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it, that, in a good way. <laughs> what else you got? Yeah. Um, the, uh, I think, again, when you're looking at building trust today, uh, not only is communication important, but it's also really important about Again, we talk a lot about the mission, vision, values, but as a leader, as a manager, it's all about um, leading by example. So I take the algorithm that uh, the Gary Ridge, who's the ex uh, chairman of uh, WD40 says, he says, if you take your values plus your actions times length of time, that will develop your culture. And that basically is really important to, to a company and to leaders today is to be able to lead consistently and, and make decisions with actions to support those values. You know, um, we've talked about this before. So many business people, they don't realize they're creating a culture. It, it, it's not on purpose, right? You understand that, right? very true. And it could, they could have something positive, but they really don't know what they're building. They, they would not know until they spoke to their employees what they actually thought. That is so true. And, and the, that one question of when you were um, as over the weekend, for example, you're talking to your neighbor and your neighbor asks, what's it like working at your company? That The question that your employee gives in that situation is a, the definition of what your culture is. Right. So I think that's something that, you know, a lot of times we don't focus on be paying uh, real attention to what that culture is going to be. We just kind of let it happen. Oftentimes, it is the the salespeople. A lot of times, that have the the best personalities and maybe the biggest personality, they have the greatest impact on the culture of the company. So we have to come take a step back from that and really define what we want the, that culture and what we want those values to be and what the actions are to support those values. We've only got about a, about a minute and a half. Okay. What else you got? So I think the uh, the fourth thing is really the support and development. So we look at bringing somebody in, getting them plugged into your company, letting them do the work. But then we also create a like a, a career path so they have clarity on what the next uh, opportunity that they may have within your organization. Right. The last thing, work life, this, it says work-life balance. 
I've, I'm a disbelief. I'm gone away from that phrase today to simply one that is balance. balance. Those go together. Balance. Got it. So, Chuck, for people that don't know what Whitewater Consulting is, how can they reach you, buddy, and find that out? So, my uh, the best way to call, uh, so you can find us on the website, which is whitewaterconsulting.net, and my uh, my phone is 704-236-3131. Great. And we are live on the book, live on the tubes, live on X. I expect you to get there, get ready. We'll be taking questions because we got a spectacular guest coming. And no, Patrick Reynolds is making fun of me because I have not had a detailed conversation with Julie in 10 years. What I got to talk about? She's spectacular. She's exceptional. I will attest to that. She is. <laughs> you are listening to Local Biz Now. If it's Monday afternoon, your business matters. We're going to be right back with a spectacular guest. Don't go away. Yeah. You are listening to the number one live talk business show in all of North Carolina. Welcome to Local Biz Now. This is WSIC 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, 1400 AM. I am Joe Vagnone, and this is where your business matters. Okay, settle in, sit back, relax. I'm getting ready to welcome for the first time on Local Biz Now, one of the most delightful, delicious, dazzling, dynamite, determined, and darling of a woman and anything else that starts with a D, the Renaissance woman of our time. Chloe Love. Chloe, thank you so much for being here. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So, Chloe, I went to your website and I, I wanted to kind of get an idea what Chloe does. And it's like never ending. You, you understand, <laughs> right? So she's a CEO. She's an influencer. She's an entrepreneur. She's a mom, uh, mompreneur. Uh, I'm sure that's a word you 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 uh, tagged. Uh, talent manager, music executive, best-selling author, <sighs> successful consultant, motivated speaker. You you just do it all. So when I when I read um, Renaissance Woman, I'm like, yeah, that sure is her. Thank, um, you. thank you, thank you for being here. It is it is such a pleasure. I couldn't help but think you were this this wonderful person based on your website because um, I could tell you're just a fun, uh, dynamic person. Uh, do I have that right? Because it sure does seem that way And when I when I looked at your yeah. website. Yes, absolutely. I, I feel like success should be fun. It shouldn't be stiff, right? We shouldn't be drinking tea with our pinkies out, but it should be uh, jovial and it should be, it, it should feel good. So um, when, and I don't, we've never met. Yes, I, but no, you know no. I love you. I, I'm just telling you right now. You, you, you just, <laughs> I, 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 you know how sometimes you, there's just love at first sight. Absolutely. She got me. She got me, Chuck. She got me. And what was her last name? Chloe <laughs> Love. <Lois> love. <laughs> so, um, walk me through your history because you really have done a bunch of stuff. So now you don't got to go back to 1963, but kind of walk walk me through your life's history. Sure. So I started my entrepreneurship journey at the age of 23, uh, opening a process serving company uh, part time. And I dabbled with that for a bit. I knew since I was a young girl that I wanted to be have a bigger than life career and I wanted to be impactful. So I kind of started off in my 20s trying to find my footing. By 27, actually 26, I had opened up a recording studio. 
Um, I was the first and the youngest woman to open up a notable recording studio without a record label or a major label backing. Uh, my studio has done everything from having uh, HBO shoot there, a smart, uh, simple mobile. And one of my favorite moments was the uh, A&E documentary for the Notorious B.I.G. Part of it was shot at my studio. So it became a staple in music from the city that I'm from, Brooklyn, New York, um, in which I love and hold dear to my heart. My city. You are you, you're a Brooklyn girl, right? I mean, through, I'm a through. Brooklynite. Okay. Yes, okay. absolutely. I'm a Brooklynite. And the name of this, the, the production company is Brook Brothers. It stands for Brooklyn Brothers. So that's that 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 was my first journey. And what happened was people kept asking me, like, how were you able to do this? I don't come from a rich family, um, first generation um, American from my mom's side. So I started to give people advice on the things that I, I learned, uh, business credit, uh, cash flow. Um, I taught these things to my artists and people that were signed to me checking their credit, things that labels didn't do because I saw so many people fall from grace in the entertainment industry, especially the music industry, I implemented in my label. It 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 just it just honestly I, I didn't I didn't think I would be in this situation where I would be a success consultant or a coach, a business coach. The people basically asked me to assume the position. Right. And I just listened. Uh, people kept coming to me. I kept helping. I was helping for free. And my husband was like, we're not going to do that now. Because you just genuinely wanted again, to help. Yeah. yeah. Again, I didn't I didn't take it as a career at that moment. But then I had to actually open up a separate office in the same building my music production company was in. And I started my first consultant um, firm that did very well. And that I was very proud of, and um, I went back to school and got a second master's degree. So, so was your consulting mainly entertainment-related people? At this point, it was open to everyone. Um, your husband said, "Take them all." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because everyone was just asking me, "How do I get you know business credit? How do I do a business plan? How do I incorporate? Like, what are those things? Those foundational things are the same across the board, and how do I do that?" So I was able to help a lot of people do that and like learn what their business goals were, implement a plan, and then show them how to leverage business credit to now fund that. And then um, after eight years, we ended up closing that space because the culture of the environment no longer served the vision. And I ended up opening Chloe's Corner, opening Chloe's Corner that was a co-working and event space by the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. So, so let's spend a little time on this because I did a little research yes. on that and and I wasn't clear on exactly what it is Chloe's Corner did, right? Okay. So, so walk, walk me through that. Okay, so to, for full transparency, when I opened it, I wasn't fully clear either. I just knew <laughs> I needed to create a space <clears throat> To bring people together that served uh, the same purpose or had like minds. So uh, Joel Gargiulo from the Today Show coined, everyone needs a Chloe in their corner. Um, when I opened Chloe's Corner and it became that. It became a community space for entrepreneurs, business people, CEOs who had me in their corner, a co-working space. But also I'm, I'm not the person who believes in like self-made I believe the people who impact you that you have in your corner is how you show up. 
So Chloe's corner has a double meaning to it. It's not just about me being in your corner and having me in your corner, but it's the people in my corner on that help me position myself to show up for community the way that I do. So when you see me, you see the, the tribe of people who've come together to push me and encourage me and inspire me to now be able to be in your corner. So that's what the space stood for. And then it just grew into so much more. Uh, it became the home of the Bloomberg campaign uh, when he ran for the presidential elect. And I did an interview for one of the news channels on why I still supported him as an African-American woman after stop and frisk. And I spoke sincerely from my heart on why I still supported him. And then I was approached by his uh, PR team. And, you know, from there, it just, it, it, it went into a situation where I spoke on the behalf of why uh, as speaking talent. And unfortunately, we know that he ended up uh, dropping out of the race. But for the time that he did, it was an amazing experience. The space was the the home to his, his um campaign in New York. It was the only space that I know of that was in New York was by the Barclay Center. And um, again, we had FX uh, shoot there. We've had Netflix, uh, Netflix shows shoot there. Uh, Power, which is one of my favorite shows on Showtime, used it as their production place. It just grew into more than what I could have imagined. It was a space that everyone came to, to get what they needed from it. And it felt good to be able to have a space that people were able to get what they needed from it. We did events and it was also home to my nonprofit, Women With Voices. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that as well, because tell me about that nonprofit. So Women With Voices is uh, a faction of my 501c3 Brook Brothers Development. And we focus on women's empowerment in different areas. Mine is business and technology. But uh, Jordan Emanuel, who was the uh, last Playmate of the Year, she was the first uh, Black woman to uh, be turned Playmate, turned um, from Bunny to Playmate of the Year. She's my co-founder. She was. She's also one of my uh, one of the talent that I manage. Um, one of the brands that I manage. Uh, hers is sexual liberation and mental health awareness. Uh, Chelsea Nicholas. Hers is immigration, Tamika Gale. Hers is family. So she runs all of the back to school, the Christmas drives, the anything that has to do with the implementation of supporting family is Tamika. And my husband is also on the board and he runs the Empower Her initiative that teaches men how to fully empower women without feeling emasculated. So our motto is uh, pro-us doesn't mean anti-you. So we also do an annual award ceremony where we honor men who play who pay uh, um play a key role in community and in women's empowerment because we do want to bridge that gap of women's empowerment doesn't mean anti-male and that's the culture of our nonprofit. So um after after Chloe's corner then is that when it became your primary business was just um coaching w walk me through what was next. So I'm going to be completely transparent and vulnerable with you guys. Um, after having that be my third space and closing that space after the pandemic, um, I went through a place of kind of not knowing the value of my brand. And I know now it's because I affiliated my brand's value with 
the spaces that I opened instead of instead of the space that I keep for entrepreneurs. And I had to go through that journey of closing these spaces, but also um, having the success that I did in it to get to where I am now. So now pushing for that value and understanding what I have to offer, I do focus on that now. That is it. And it's mm-hmm. funny that you say that because Chloe's Corner is in you today. It, I, As I was reading your background, I did not think you needed the space to do what it is you do. So I, I get it. I, I understand. Let's take a break. When we come back, you do some keynote speaking. I want to talk about that. And we're going to dig into some of your specialties like branding, because so many of us uh, small business people have a really hard time sort of branding ourselves. Um, and, our, and our small company. You are listening to Local Biz Now. We are talking with the spectacular Chloe Love, Renaissance woman. If it's Monday afternoon, your business matters. We'll be right back. Now to speak with Joe Fagnone at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Local Biz Now on 105.9, 100.7-WSIC. Local starts here. Yeah. You are listening to the number one live talk business radio show in North Carolina. This is Local Biz Now. This is a place we hope to inspire, inform, and entertain you because that's what we do at News Talk WSIC. And if it is Monday afternoon, say it, say it, Chuck, say it, say it, say it. Your business matters. Yeah, but we got to work on that, man. You got to, you got to do it with a little bit of attitude. I can, I can do Your that. Business matters. You got a little attitude, man. Come on. It's your third week. Your business matters. There you go. <laughs> hey, before we get started with our uh, guest, uh, why don't you fire it up, Wilton? Ready to ignite your week? I'm Josh Johnson, and I've seen my fair share of sparks as a firefighter. But the kind of sparks I'm talking about at Burner Cigar are all about flavor and enjoyment. Don't miss our pick of the week. Your taste buds will thank you. Thanks, Wilton. I appreciate that. Burner Cigar has been a sponsor for the and going to be for the entire year. Please go by there and help yourself to uh, some of the selection of finest premium cigars that they have. If you tell them you heard it on WSIC or that Joe sent you, they will give you your first cigar for free. That's right. I'm buying your first cigar. Go buy Burner's uh, uh, Cigar in uh, Burkdale Village. They would be more than happy to uh, have you. Okay, so now here we, here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Take, take three, two, one. We are talking with the most spectacular woman we have had on Local Biz Now in years. Her name is Chloe Love. She is a Renaissance woman, and the list of accomplishments that she has had is long and distinguished, but the best tagline I can give you for her is, everyone needs a Chloe in their corner. Uh, Miss Love, thank you so much for being here. You are everything I thought you would be. We hadn't met until this show, uh, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you for having me. So um, your life is full of these experiences, right? Um, If I were to say they were intentional, is that fair statement from you? In other words, you chose these directions you wanted to go, or did you find yourself just waking up on a Tuesday saying, I think I'm going to try that? So... 
I believe in the law of attraction and I believe in learning the lessons through the journey. I also believe in astrology. I study astrology. So there are things that align in my astrological chart as well as my human design that showcases what my journey would look like and where there are certain favors. So I believe in both. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you trying to tell me you knew you were going to meet me? Do you I, really think you were going to meet a Joe? Absolutely. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things I tell people when I when I first hire people is uh, you will remember the day that you met Joe Vagdon. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I hope to come back. That's right. Absolutely. Chloe, Chloe, I'm going to add you to the list. You will okay. remember the day you met Joe Vagdon. It's in, it's in the stars, Chuck. It it's is. in the stars. It's in the stars. Exactly. OK, so. um there's some keynote um, talks that you have, and I kind of want you to go over what they are because they seem interesting to me, right? And yeah. intriguing because not only, and I don't know you, but yes. when I read them, I could tell this is coming from the heart and real experience. I could just tell that, right? You're a Absolutely. genuine woman with a genuine story. So um, let's talk about the first uh, keynote. You call them a keynote or fireside chat topics that you like to talk about. And the first one is a mindset versus a perspective. Talk just a little bit about that. So in one of my boot camps, I go in deep about this because when people teach mindset uh, across the board, they teach manifestation, affirmations, which are a part of it. But our eyes are blind, correct? We they they we don't see with our eyes. Our eyes take pictures and sends it back to our brain. Our brain tells our eyes what it's seeing. So your mindset will dictate your perspective. And when you understand that, why it's important to cultivate a certain mindset, because your perspective will dictate your choices, then we can start to formulate and forge the mindset that needs to be. Once we understand that our eyes are blind, our brain is telling our eyes what it's seeing. And if our mind isn't in the, the state that it needs to be in, our perspective will always be compromised. So I'm curious, um, do you see yourself or let me put it this way, the, the, the buyer profile, the client's profile that comes to you looking for help, are they looking for you and say, Chloe, make me some money, help me make money. Or are they coming to you saying, help my life become more balanced or better or not so chaotic? What, what, what direction are they looking for you to help them with? So most people come for what they want, which is money, right? They know that I can help them get to. <laughs> they want to find the funding. They want to launch the dream business. But what I teach, so I give you what you want, but I also give you what you need, right? So if you're not coachable, if you're not teachable, then you're not for me. Because I have a saying that, uh, Obtaining is easy. It's hard. It's easy to get things, but maintaining is hard. And that's why we see so many fall from grace. So these are things that I do still implement in my coaching when it comes to getting to the money. How are you going to not just obtain, but maintain? And these are the things that have to be put in place that have to be addressed. Because let me tell you, if you're personal, 
isn't together, your business will suffer. Interesting. Chloe, with, with regard to success, I mean, when you look at your clients you have, <clears throat> how did they go about defining success? What's that look like? A lot of people start with money. <laughs> a lot of people just start with their sales. They want That's Chloe to make it rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people start with money. I've had a production company that uh, hit seven figures for the last uh, three to four years after working with them. I've had many clients that hit um, multiple six figures. And I'm, I'm in a shifting point in my career because I spoke mainly about my successes, what I can do for you, how I can make you successful. But I didn't really speak about my journey as much. And that's why my keynotes are the way they are. Because a big part of my journey was that I wasn't practicing self-care. I was obsessed with work. I, I recently lost a lot of weight because I had two surgeries in 90 days. I was on high blood pressure medication and that's not success, right? So I coach differently now because I'm no longer in the spaces of running spaces. I'm in the space of making a holistic wealth and a fully successful space for the next the next line of leaders and thought leaders and, and entrepreneurs and CEOs. So I, I do implement those things and I do tell my story a lot more transparent now because I want people to understand what it really takes to be successful. You can't be successful. We've seen so many people that we love. Um, I feel like Steve Jobs' story always hits me hard um, when he said that if he could have given back all that money to, to elongate his life, that was so impactful because it goes to tell the value of success and what we're weighing success on. So I, I do it a little more balanced where if if success for you is living in a log cabin, a two-bedroom log cabin and fishing every day, then your income doesn't need to be the same as the next person, but you can still balance a good life. You can still balance showing up and, and having financial freedom, a social life, a spiritual evolution, if you will. So success is different for everyone, but we got to get to what that really looks like for you. And that's not always just a dollar amount. So so getting to know them at the beginning will determine exactly how how and what what you're going to help them do. Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to help you get to the money. <laughs> that's a fact. Um, <laughs> that's just what it is. But again, not just obtaining it. How are you going to maintain it coming in with also without it burning you out, without compromising your health or your happiness? That's the holistic plan. So when you look at when you're looking at say clients like small business owners, somebody coming in as an entrepreneur, somebody that's young that's not had that life experience, yeah. how do you go about coaching them differently than you would someone that has had that experience where they have gone through burnout? Because I see okay. I see a lot of entrepreneurs today that are in their twenties and, and particularly mid twenties to early thirties. They've got this big dream. They just yeah. don't know what life is about to throw at them. So how do you Absolutely. go about coaching them? So I basically, I coach transparently. I let them know <laughs> it's not an easy task, but it's not a hard task. And it'll be a lot easier because I'm guiding you. You're, you're, you're the hero in the story, but I'm the guide to help you through there. And I sit with them and I figure out what the goal is. And we reverse engineer the steps on how we're going to do it, when we're going to release the most effective and efficient ways and the easiest ways to do it. 
you know, we're, we're taught that hard work is what pays off, but smart work is what pays off. So, Chloe, we want to take a break. When we come back, we'll keep talking some more. You are talking to, listening to, hearing spectacular words of wisdom from Chloe Love, Renaissance woman, the most spectacular woman we've had on Local Biz Now in 147 years. <laughs> what you laughing at, John? <laughs> if it's Monday afternoon, your business matters. We'll be right back. It's Local Biz Now with Joe Bagnone on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. Local Biz Now, where your business matters. Number one live talk business show in North Carolina. This is WSIC 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, 1400 AM. I am Joe Vagnone and your business matters. And I'm here with Chuck Cooper. Chuck is the founder of Whitewater Consulting and is my co-host for the entire month. Chuck, thank you for being here, buddy. Thank you. And I think you will agree with me, Chuck. We are speaking with the most dynamic, delightful, delicious, darling, anything that starts with a D woman I have ever met on this show, Chloe Love. Chloe, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So um, let's keep going on this journey um, with you um, through your website, right? Because um, we talked about it off the air. You are so genuine. Everything you do simply comes out in what it is you're doing. I could tell that, right? I, I fell in love with you before I ever met you, you understand. And so the the next thing on your uh, keynote uh, slash fireside chats that you like to talk about you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Sounds to me like we're going to talk about racism. I find it hard to believe a woman like you had to deal with these kind of challenges. What's it all about? So um, it's colorism um, in a lot of the black communities uh, coming from more of the slave times and the slave mentality. If you are darker than a paper bag, you weren't as valued as much in community. So growing up, that was a term that I heard a lot. You're pretty for a dark skin girl. And my mom, who is lighter than me, heard it and, you know, told the person off that day. And I didn't understand. <laughs> it was Your mama thing. was defending you. <laughs> she was not. Yeah. But the, the fact is that I didn't even understand that I needed defending. Right. I didn't see it as not a compliment because it had become such the norm um, of accepting that that comment as as if it was still a compliment. And it was something that I went through uh, throughout my life. And um, literally, it came to a turning point where one of the positions I was in, my my director heard an older gentleman in his 70s say it to me. And he told him, you should, you should be shamed on yourself because you're a part of the problem. But what he expressed was that he was taught that you wouldn't find beauty in dark skin. And I changed that for him. So he was saying it in a way that, not in despite of, but I didn't expect to find that here. So again, perspective is, you know, a, a big thing when it comes to communication and understanding. 
And, you know, Chuck and I had a detailed conversation on this. His background's HR and, you know, racism uh, seems to be something that you, we can't get rid of, right? It It's in all of us in some way, in some capacity. Absolutely. And if you won't accept it, you you cannot get started on trying to work through it and overlook that, right? Um, and, and so I I guess that's where you were going to go with this, um, but, I, but I wasn't sure about that. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's sort of disappointing for a guy like me to see somebody like you have to go through that because it's clear to me that um, you're sharp, intelligent, dynamic woman that um, you would want to embrace, right? And yes, and even you. that woman would still go through these challenges of, of racism um, in this day and age. It's, it's quite surprising. Yeah, it's it's quite it's very common to be honest. It's it's just old teachings that have been passed down and embedded in us. There's so many instances that I go through in, in my keynote and in my fireside chat and what what happened in that moment, what it cultivated in me that I didn't recognize or I didn't realize at first. So so the the, the uh last keynote in fireside that I have here says uh, red lipstick, a blonde wig, and Bloomberg. I got no idea. You know, I was trying to anticipate each one of these. I got nothing for that one. So where where are we going to go with that? I I got I got nothing for you. I love that one because that's the wrap up story of my life. So being a dark skinned woman, you're told that two things are for you. And that's red lipstick and blonde hair. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that, but okay. So um, the moment that I decided my peaceful protest, I did a photo shoot. I I, I should have sent you guys the picture with this blonde bob, you know, red nail, red lipstick. And that was my moment of showing up that I'm comfortable in my skin and that, yes, it is for me, too. So that was the first step of basically addressing those insecurities and those fears and recognizing that what people think of you is not your business. Honestly, that's their business. Hmm. And it, it shouldn't play an impact on how you show up. So this these insecurities I I cultivated fear that kept me stagnant, right? Because I didn't understand my value and which is why I hid behind spaces, opening up these businesses and utilizing them as my value. But now I'm standing here, you know, tomorrow may have on that, that blonde wig and that red lipstick and I'll be just as confident. And I hunt fear. Now I talk about hunting fear in one of my, my fire side. That's a part of my, my camp too. Because I think sometimes we run away from fear and we don't want to feel it instead of normalizing it. Normalize that you're going to feel fear. It means you're alive. It's 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 a tactic of survival. I mean, we all get uncomfortable. I mean, that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But people allow that to keep them stagnant instead of embracing it, addressing it. And then moving through it. What did you okay. learn from Okay, but but stay know? stay with me now, okay? You 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 the expert here, okay? You're the yeah. expert in branding. I want everybody to think Joe's the man, right? That that's that's yes. what I want, right? Yes. But I I can't if 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 everybody's telling me I can't wear blonde hair and, and, and red lipstick, then I can't, even if I want to, because then they won't think I'm the man. You, you see the divergence challenge I have? Walk me through that. Yes. And that's a great, that's such a great point because the reason why authentic branding is important is because it attracts who's really for you. So those who think that you won't be the man in despite of how you authentically want to show up, they're not really your tribe. 
So the quicker you show up authentic is the quicker that those who will be diehard fans, those who would be almost cult-like, will show up and become your diehard tribe. Ah, gotcha. So important. I think that's great. That's great counsel and great advice. Gotcha. So, Chloe, you talked a couple of times during the show about some... Um, so with regard to your master classes and your boot camps... That's what it was. I could, yeah. My, yep. my mind yeah. wouldn't say those words. Thank you, John. <laughs> so I'm going to be announcing my master classes tomorrow. I'll be having two a month and... Um, well, two next month. And one will be uh, the five pillars of business success. And the other one will be forging a million dollar CEO mindset. So... You can follow me on Instagram at Chloe Love, C-L-O-E-L-U-V, or check out my website, ChloeLove.com, same spelling. I'm Chloe Love everywhere you, you, you can look, LinkedIn, Facebook, consistent branding across the board, and I'll be making all these announcements and where you can sign up for this for these free mastermind classes. And, and uh, Julie, because Chloe, everybody needs a Julie. My Julie yeah. has got your uh, website on our Facebook right now on WSIC um, Facebook as well. So we've we've plugged you. And I encourage you, go to ChloeLove.com. It is a remarkable, I'm going to call it a journey um, of... Uh, this expression of what possibilities, right? You, you know, yeah. um, I really, it, it reminded me um, of a movie, some woman, uh, oh, what was her name? She, it, it was her, a holiday that she was going to uh, take herself on because she thought she was going to die. Queen Latifah. Oh. Um, and she had a book of possibilities, yeah. right? Yes, and so, yes. So your website reminded me of that, right? Not only what you want to do, but what you have done. And so I, yes. I encourage people to go there um, to do that. Thank We've you. only got a couple of minutes. What advice would you give somebody thinking about starting a business in this just really uncertain time right now? What What advice would you give them? First advice is, when you're, there are levels to business. So when you come in as an entrepreneur, you want to build your personal brand as well as your business brand. You have to know the value in what you bring as well as what the product or the service um, brings. So the branding of you is just as important as the branding of your business. You start as an entrepreneur, but to have a successful business, you're going to have to graduate to a CEO. An entrepreneur is, you know, kind of the one man in the house type show, but a CEO is running is running a business with staff and a expandable enterprise. And the last thing that I'm going to tell you is you're going to face fear. Don't allow it to keep you stagnant. Address it. Hey, fair. I knew you were coming. What you got to say today? Well, thank you for dropping that off. You can you can you can you can visit, but you can't stay here. Address it. Speak to it like it's a person and allow it to move its course and you move on your course. So um, we've only got a, a, about a minute or so left. Um, what do you say to your husband and your family that have come along with you on this journey? Because I, I, I know enough of business to know that they have felt your pains and your challenges as you keep reinventing yourself. I feel like it's more what they say to me. Um, they're constantly pouring into me. Uh, like my mom was always used to say, watch out Oprah. And I'm like, why do you say that? It, it doesn't have to be either one of us, you know? 
understand. <laughs> She's been saying that since I was little. And I'm like, I love I that. I love that. Yeah. But I love Oprah Winfrey and what she's done. And I love these people. I don't want to be the next Oprah. I want to be the biggest Chloe love. Right. Right. And and their support is it's it seems to be obvious to me. Right. That they have handed you their support. Uh, and it's clear. You, you know that whatever move you make. My mom, my husband, my sister, my 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 fairy godmothers, my kids' godmothers—they show up in a way, in to show the importance of community and having the right people around you. Thank you so much, Chloe. You are listening to Chloe Love, the Renaissance woman, the most spectacular woman you will meet. I encourage you to go to her website, ChloeLove.com. Chloe, thank you. We do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You are listening to Local Biz Now, where your business matters and we'll see you next week the new 1059 100.7 wsic statesville w290dk mooresville Lake Norman, North Charlotte.